All right, three, two, one. How's it going, everybody? And welcome back to Nerd Stuff with Ian 2.0 podcast. And as always, I'm your host, Ian. And today's episode, we're going to talk about Kong vs. Godzilla, the movie review real quick. It's probably going to be a spoiler review. I'll talk a little bit about stuff. I probably won't really go super crazy in depth with everything, but I think... I'll give my kind of like my initial impressions. I think it was it's it's a good popcorn movie. I'll put it up. That's what I'll start off first. So that someone cares about. But uh, let's get into it. So, movie starts off with us kind of in like the in Kong Island. This you know where or at least a simulated version of Kong's Island or Skull Island, whatever you want to call it, from the original King Kong from the Kong movie they did recently. And you find out this girl has, you know, built a bond with Kong. He throws a giant, you know, wood sphere, and that's when you find out it's a simulated environment. And that pretty much the group that's been doing work since the previous film that's been caught that's been that came from Godzilla King of the Monsters. They have been in a lot, have been just consistently still making moves, Monarch. And of course, they end up finding themselves deciding to, you know, make more moves. And Monarch, at this point, they're kind of like, well, what are we going to, you know, what do we do about Godzilla? Is he good? Is he bad? What, you know, he helped us beat Ghidorah, who was the three headed, you know, serpent flying serpent creature that they had dealt with in the last one. And they're they're just trying to figure out what to do. Now you have throughout it they're trying to figure out well what's making Godzilla go bad. And pretty much the head CEO confronts one of the main confronts one of the scientists and he's like I need you to go get Kong. I know that at Monarch they have King Kong or Kong we have another alpha beast that can fight Godzilla. It's like, we need you to go get him and convince him to bring him. To, to more or less, bring Kong out so Godzilla and him run across each other. While that's going on, you have a conspiracy theorist who's going around and he he's going through this of the other company that's more or less going on. He does, this the main guy, the CEO guy does not work for Monarch. He works for another company that's come up recently that's kind of trying to be like another world protection thing since now after the events of Godzilla King of the Monsters and everything like that. The world's more or less become kind of like a one world, like limited, more like come, becoming more of a one world government. If that makes any sense. And the conspiracy theorist guy is going through, and he's, of course, you know, going through, and he's he's studying stuff because he's been on these guys for a while. Cause he just he's like something just doesn't feel right. And in one in an attack before Godzilla gets there in China, he sees a robotic eye. And through, and it throws him off. Then all of a sudden, Godzilla attacks. The place starts going crazy. He ends up escaping. 
and pretty much goes off and just hides for a while. But he's found by Millie Bobby Brown's character because she listens to his podcast, his craziness that he talks about. And while that's going on, you have, I think it's, I think it's, is it Bill Skarsgård? I know it's it's one of the Skarsgårds. I think it's the elder brother. I think he was in uh, True Blood. But he pretty much, he's the guy that was tasked to go in and get Kong. He convinces them. And they managed to get Kong going across. Kong's kind of inadvertently kind of just biding his sweet time. You know, they had to trank him, everything like that. But, you know, Kong, Morris, he's not happy about it. But, you know, they're, they find out that the girl actually has a ability to communicate with Kong. That she taught him sign language. And it, it sets a whole new precedent. For what's going on. How smart Kong is. And just realistically the whole. Crazy world. That's going on. And. Everyone's like. She did what? She taught Kong sign language. Everything like that. Everyone's freaking out. Because like now he can speak. Which to me I think was a cool. Idea. And I think it definitely adds to Kong. As a character, and I think it actually helps the movie in a lot of ways because it actually gives an ability for us to be like, this would line up. You know, if Kong's like other primates, he should technically be able to learn sign language. He can learn to understand certain feelings. He can communicate, if taught properly, sign language to other people who know it. So it benefits the plot, the characters, and Kong at the end of the day. Well, during their trip across... Godzilla finds Kong, another alpha, and they they battle. And I mean, it's it's pretty cool. You know, Kong ends up, you know, getting that ass beat by Godzilla. Because Godzilla don't play no games. And he, more or less, Godzilla solidifies. He's like, just kind of just rolls away after they have their battle... It it gets pretty interesting. He Godzilla looks at him and is just like, okay, like you you're not as big of a threat as you come off to be. Like you're you're strong, you're powerful, but you ain't you ain't taking me on. That's the truth. And so of course, while that's going on, you know you have Millie Bobby Brown's character. And they go to find the conspiracy theorist, her and one other guy. It's the uh, kid from Deadpool 2, the one that they thought was going to become the massive killer that Ryan Reynolds saved at the end. He's in there. And they go through, and they, they find the conspiracy theorist, and they find themselves kind of getting, you know, really involved in some stuff they really should not be. And they're seeing more and more. And upon them investigating, they find out that reason why Godzilla's been going crazy is the CEO of this other company. He's been building a Mecha Godzilla. He's building another alpha level, you know, monster. And what you find out is the alpha level monster is controlled by this guy in a chair. But you find out that the brain 
the brain synapses and the concept of the brain's idea for mecha, for this mecha Godzilla is not totally new. You find out it's Ghidorah from the last one. That Ghidorah actually they used his brain, and it's kind of more or less just sitting dormant. Has been fully activated. Hasn't really had a chance to really have to take over. But it's that's the brain they're using. And all of them are like, that's not good. Like, they know something's going to go wrong. And while doing some more testing, Godzilla finds that Godzilla, of course, who's able to track, well, he's able to track other alpha beasts. He, he senses that energy. And he's consistently just on the hunt. So he goes off to this place. Now, while that's going on, you have Godzilla, or you have Kong with, yeah, with another group, the girl that taught him sign language, they go into the to the underworld, the place where, more or less, where the alpha beasts live, in kind of just this subterranean earth. And of course, they they really do do a good job of establishing this other, I guess, subterranean earth is how I'm going to call it. I think they had another name for it. But they, you really get to see a bunch of different things that I think are cool, and I think it was a good idea. And Kong, of course, has to battle a couple creatures, show him who he is, the king, where he's at. And upon going through it, you also find out that Kong, he's, he, his people, his, his, his primate alphas that, he comes from that he that they used to rule that they that you know that there have been battles down there for years and there's bones and it just demonstrates you know Godzilla and Kong have not it's not the first time they battled their species have battled and it won't be the last and you find out that there's an axe with one of Godzilla's you know or yeah, one of Godzilla's, you know, tail spikes on it. And that it was a weapon that one of the other Kongs used a long time ago. While they're in the subterranean space. And of course, Godzilla, you know, freaking out who he is. He gets to where they're at. Everyone's still, you know, freaking out. Godzilla's like, alright, well, somebody's here. And Godzilla starts, you know... Feeling another alpha's energy, Kong goes through after Godzilla bores a hole. And Kong goes through, and people are trying, they're trying to start more war to everything. They're trying to get more energy needed to make this Mecha Godzilla truly run. And that's what the real point of getting Kong where he's at was. They wanted to collect energy from where they were at, and it would be able to help them power up Mecha Godzilla. And then, of course, Godzilla and Kong have their rematch. Kong does definitely take it to Godzilla, but again, Godzilla's like, dude, you're, you're not going to beat me. Like, he ends up besting him. Again. And then, after that fight, Godzilla kind of walks away again. And that's when him and Mecha, that's when Godzilla and Mecha Godzilla start going at it. I mean, there, Ghidorah takes over pretty much 
overrides the dude that's in the chair, thinks he's controlling Mechagodzilla, kills him off pretty much, like his mental synapses, and they can't turn off the machine because he's still hooked into it. And he can't un and he can't unhook himself up. So now the machine is full of Ghidorah, it's running, and Godzilla has to fight Ghidorah. And it's a little more of a difficult fight for Godzilla. He's definitely getting taken to him. And Kong ends up, you know, helping out. He sees the threat. And he's told, more. if I recall, I think he's told by the girl, like, you know, help. Like, Godzilla's not really trying to go after you. So, of course, Kong, more or less, teams up with Godzilla, uses the, the Godzilla tail spike axe. And they start just going at him. They start just pretty much just tearing through Mechagodzilla as best they can. And Godzilla, at the end of the day, just looks at him and just kind of just walks away. Because he's like, more or less, he's like, I've beaten you twice. You don't really, you're not a threat to me. But I also see you're not really trying to be a threat to the world. You know, you're not really trying to battle me. You you and I were mis, more or less, we were misunderstood. You know, the second fight, you you came back. You wanted vengeance because I, I whooped up on you. And then... You know, I, I did my thing. We ain't got, we don't have issues. And Godzilla, and Godzilla and Kong, of course, beat Mechagodzilla. Kong gets to go back to where he's king of. Now it's a subterranean Earth, and you have where Monarch is now kind of making moves more closer and closer to where Kong is down at. And that's kind of how the movie ends. I, like I said, beginning. Is spoil it was a spoilers. I just kind of went through like the basic bare bones of the plot. There's more to it, but it really wasn't anything crazy. It was just, are we gonna get Godzilla versus Kong? Yes, we did. Is it like the most crazy? You need to, you know, you need to pay attention to everything that happens in this movie. You know, it's it has a message, blah blah blah. No, it's a popcorn flick. And I think that's been like the bigger issue. I think a lot of people have had lately is. We all forget there's a difference between, you know, movies that you're supposed to think about and movies that are popcorn flicks. Like, I think because of, like, the MCU and how well it's done, you know, as of late, and it's and we've had a lot of good movies on top of that that have really allowed us to, you know, look at movies and try and understand messages or look at deeper or we're expecting more. That it's definitely kind of taken away the whole popcorn flick where you just get the thing of popcorn or snacks or whatever you want, and you just mindlessly watch something. It's nothing crazy. It's not meant to be crazy adventure, but that's what it was, and that's what Kong versus Godzilla is. It sets up for future films, but at the same time, it also it does its job. In my opinion, I think that was the best part. Like I'm glad that I watched it. I would rewatch it. I think it it's worth a rewatch. Definitely, there's more action, and that's been something you can tell. Like the the writers and the directors have really pushed because the first one really wasn't a lot of action at all. The second one it was definitely more. This one definitely followed in line with what the second one did, but it allowed it to to kind of breathe a little bit. They 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 allowed for at the end of it. You had Godzilla as the king. Both of you had two kings. It's just one's in the subterranean area where both should technically be from. 
But Kong's king there, Godzilla's king above. And they're not about to mess with each other. So, what's my rating of this movie? I will give it a... I'll give it a 7.5 out of 10. It's a good popcorn film. It does its job. It's not crazy. It's one you can turn on the TV. People can watch it together. It, they don't have to think too hard. And they can have a good time. So, for me, that that gives it a 7.5 out of 10. So, definitely, if you have HBO Max or if you went and saw it in the theater, definitely give it a check out. It is definitely worth watching. And especially if you watch the other ones. So, yeah, give it a shot. So, with uh, that being said, thank you guys for listening. As always, I'm your host, Ian. You guys can always listen to me on Anchor or any other podcast. podcast. Yeah, yes choice you go with it is what it is you guys can also find me on facebook twitter instagram at nerd stuff with ian find me at comics amino and you guys can always find me on find me or email me at uh nerd stuff with ian at gmail.com so there's plenty of ways to get in touch with me if you have book ideas movies you want me to talk about you know anything like that and uh yeah you guys have a great day later